You are listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. My name is Stephanie, and I'm a wife, mother of four, and the creator of the blog Simple Living Made Simple, formerly winging it on the homestead. I am far from an expert, but I am learning and growing and figuring the simple living self-sufficiency thing out as I go. I love to help encourage modern mothers to incorporate simple living and self-sufficiency skills and knowledge into their busy lives. Join me this season as I interview homesteading experts on a variety of timely and important topics and share with you my appreciation for creating a homemade and homegrown life through gardening, food preservation, cooking from scratch, making your own products, all while keeping it all practical, intentional, and realistic. Hey guys, welcome back to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast, episode 51. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about a monthly homemade swap challenge that I am participating in uh, for this coming year. One of my goals uh, is to really be intentional about swapping out things that I buy at the store and swapping them out for a homemade version. Now, I, I do most of my my cooking from scratch. Uh, I do most of my cleaners from scratch. I do a lot of stuff from scratch, but there are a couple areas that I need to be a little bit more intentional. And by doing that, it would make a really big impact on not only our um, grocery budget, but also our health and our well-being. So it's something that I really want to focus on this year. But doing it all at once is very overwhelming. So I've decided that I'm going to break it up into monthly categories. And so starting in February, I'm going to be doing a category a month, and that's really going to be my focus. I'm going to dive deep into how to not only create these um, recipes, whether it's cleaners or groceries or whatever it is, um, but also finding ways to actually make it part of our lifestyle because I think that's where I fall off the wagon. Like, yes, I can make a, a, um, a loaf of bread. I think, you know, anyone can follow a recipe and make a loaf of bread, but actually making that into a routine uh, that works with your family's rhythms and schedules is a little bit different. Uh, so that's what I really am focusing on for this year. So I'm going to this episode is going to just kind of talk about what we're doing for February. And you can follow all of this over on my Instagram, which is simple living underscore made simple is uh, the Instagram handle. You can go over there and I'm going to be posting all of this day by day as I work through it. So if you're interested in seeing that, go over and uh, follow me on Instagram. So in February, and this is like a work in progress. This is like real, just kind of me working this out in my own head. Uh, this is not professionally done or structured or anything like that. So uh, I've got the first couple of months figured out. So for February, I'm going to jump in with cleaners. Now I do probably 80% of our cleaners, um, like I make them ourselves. Like I don't buy all-purpose cleaners. I don't buy disinfectant wipes. wipes. I don't buy toilet cleaner, that kind of stuff. Uh, but there are a couple of things that I need to tackle in this area to make them homemade. I also want to re-examine what I'm doing in the other areas uh, as far as cleaners and, and how I manage the cleaning of my house, um, seeing if I can be a little bit more efficient and more natural and um, if, if there's any better ingredients and things that I should be using. So like I said, there are still a few things I'm still buying from the store. I'm still buying dish soap. 
and I'm still buying laundry detergents. So I'm going to try my hand in February to make homemade versions of these and try them out and see if I can incorporate them into my normal cleaning uh, regimen with natural cleaners. So currently I uh, make all of my own all-purpose cleaner. So I don't buy 409 or Windex or Clorox sprays or anything like that. I use um, an all-purpose cleaner that I make. And I'm gonna go through some of these recipes because I do have a, already created a um, recipe book that is for homemade cleaners and and personal products. And you can grab that if you go for free, if you go to simplelivingdiy.com and you uh, put in your email, you can have that email to you um, in a PDF and you can get all those, those uh, recipes for all these cleaners that I'm gonna be talking about, as well as some personal products, which I'm going to be doing personal products in another month, later down the road. Um, so right now we're just focusing on cleaners for the month of February. So a all-purpose cleaner, now, for all-purpose cleaners, I use, well, let me go back and just kind of talk about some of the ingredients that we use for the cleaners. And I did a podcast episode a little while ago. Okay, so for episode 21, uh, I did an episode that's called 10 Ingredients You Need for a Natural Home. So that dives deep into the natural ingredients that you can use and always have on hand when you are looking to clean, which is one of the reasons why I started doing this was way back when, way back when I had little kids, if I was cleaning the shower or the tub with cleaners, I then felt like I needed to clean it again to make sure there was no chemicals in it before my, I put my kids in it. And just being able to not only eliminate that from our budget, uh, but also ensure that we're not using toxic ingredients and chemicals um, is a really, uh, one of the big reasons that I started doing this in the first place. It's just kind of like the first uh, little, dip my toe in the um, world of simple living was creating um, my homemade, my homemade um, cleaning products. So some of the ingredients that you definitely need if you're going to start swapping out your cleaners for homemade uh, is baking soda. And what's nice about these ingredients is that they are versatile. So these are the things you'll find that you're buying for other reasons. And if you buy it in bulk, that's where the savings really comes in, is that, yes, you're still buying ingredients to make these homemade products, but instead of buying a $4 bottle of Clorox, you have all these ingredients for an all-purpose cleaner, which is like pennies on the dollar because you're buying them in bulk and you're using them for multiple purposes. So uh, baking soda. Vinegar, you want to use white distilled vinegar and also having apple cider vinegar is um, really good as well because that has some really good cleaning um, abilities as well. Uh, Castile soap is a must have. Um, that's gonna be your base for most of your soaps. Essential oils, if you're into essential oils, uh, definitely they're great for adding to your cleaners. And if you're not, then there are some other ways that you can include um, some of the oil benefits um, into your cleaners without actually having to have essential oils. Rubbing alcohol, hydrogen peroxide, cornstarch, vegetable glycerin. Um, and then of course you're gonna wanna have like empty bottles to make your cleaners. 
What I typically did is I was swapping this out. I was, I used, I reused plastic bottles that I used for clean, that I had for cleaners and I cleaned them out really well. And then I used them for my homemade cleaners. And then once I was able to um, kind of, when I found them on sale or whatever, use change over to glass. That's really your preference. Um, cleaning tools, obviously sponges, brushes, and rags. Rags, especially I use cut up rags when I'm making the disinfectant wipes. All right, so some of the cleaners that I, I'm looking at my recipe book because they're included in this and this is what I use also, is all-purpose cleaners. Uh, for all-purpose cleaners, I use a, I use a um, non-vinegar version, but you can also do a vinegar version. But the reason I use the non-vinegar version is because I have granite countertops in my kitchen and you don't want to use vinegar on natural surfaces. So you don't want to use it on granite or um, any kind of stone or wood. Uh, you can use it on like linoleum or things like that, but you uh, metal, but you don't want to use it on um, granite. So the recipe for the non-vinegar version is using three tablespoons of Castile soup to three cups of water, and then adding 10, 15 drops or whatever of your essential oils, which I usually use lemon or orange just to include that citrus um, scent. If you're using a vinegar, you can do a half cup of white vinegar to two cups of water, and you can use about like 20 drops of essential oils, and that will help um, overcome the vinegar smell if you're using essential oils. But that is really good to use on your surfaces, in your kitchen, or in your bathroom. I really have not had to buy an all-purpose cleaning spray. Once you make them up, um, in fact, I have a bottle in my kitchen, a bottle in my one in each bathroom, and once you make it up, uh, it doesn't. It takes like little to no time to to mix up some soap and some water. And then, if you're not wanting to use essential oils, you can add some rinds of lemon or orange, or you can add a spray of rosemary. You can use those kinds of things. So definitely save your rinds of your lemons and your your peels of your lemons and your oranges so that you can use them in your cleaning products. All right. Um, so that is the all-purpose cleaner that I use all the time. I will not buy another cleaner. Just imagine it's like three ingredients instead of a million cleaners. Now maybe if you have a really bad mess that you need to clean up, you might want to like have to reach for that um, chemical or that you might have to reach for that commercial cleaner, but um, for your everyday cleaning, this all-purpose cleaner should be absolutely fine. All right, now I do like the same thing with the toilet. When I'm cleaning my toilet, I you can either use a vinegar version or a hydrogen peroxide version. I use either or depending on what I have available. Vinegar version is like a half cup of vinegar, um, baking so a cup of baking soda and some essential oils. And basically I just sprinkle the baking soda and the essential oils into the toilet bowls. And then I let them sit for a little bit. And then I put in my vinegar and then I let that sit for a little bit and then I'll scrub it out. And that works just as good as uh, scrubbing bubbles or whatever. There's really not really toxic um, toilet bowl cleaners. This will work um, just as good. And hydrogen peroxide, uh, a fourth to a half cup of hydrogen peroxide instead of vinegar. So you can either use vinegar or, or hydrogen peroxide when you're doing this. I use vinegar because vinegar is much cheaper than hydrogen peroxide. But if that's all you tend to have, 
on hand, you can certainly use hydrogen peroxide. Um, homemade disinfecting wipes. This is something that I use also. It's easy to make up a huge batch of them for like the month and to use them and then to make up another batch when you're out and it saves you so much money. Basically, this is, um, you know, cutting either down a roll of paper towels or getting a bunch of rags, which I just get a bunch of rags and I put them in like a clean canister. I have an old coffee canister for this. I'll put all of the rags in there and then I mix ingredients, which is two cups of distilled water, a fourth cup of rubbing alcohol, a, a teaspoon of Castile soap, and about 10 to 20 drops of essential oils. And I mix that all up, and I pour that over top. If it starts to dry out, which I've never really had a problem with because I use them frequently, and I keep the lid on top, and it keeps all the moisture in. But if it starts to dry out, you can just add a little bit more water, and you should be good to go an all-purpose cleaning scrub and I use this from you know this is takes place of your abrasive clean of your abrasive cleaner like Ajax or whatever else you're scrubbing your scouring cleaner that you would use on your sinks or your oven even um even your tub I just use baking soda and vinegar so I have diluted vinegar in a spray bottle and then I'll sprinkle baking soda around the tub around the sink and then I'll just spray it down with some vinegar and I'll scrub it up and it really works great on stainless steel. I'm telling you, I had a oven, my oven, hadn't got, when I first got married and, and you know, cooking, I didn't clean that oven for a very long time, embarrassingly long times. And all I cleaned it out with was baking soda and vinegar. And I made like a baking soda paste, which is baking soda and water. And I made it into like a paste like consistency and slathered it on in the stove, in the oven, excuse me, and sprayed it down with vinegar and just scrubbed some elbow grease. And it, I mean, talk, oven cleaner is really strong. And if you're able to get all that stuff off, all the grease and grime and all that stuff with just some elbow grease and some baking soda and vinegar, then, you know, you're saving yourself from having all those toxic fumes. So I was able to do that. And believe me, this was an embarrassingly dirty oven. So yeah, I just use that for a cleaning scrub. All right, so like a mirror and glass cleaner. I don't buy mirror and glass cleaners. I use a mixture which is rubbing alcohol, like a fourth cup of rubbing alcohol, a fourth cup of vinegar, a tablespoon of cornstarch, it's a secret ingredient, and two cups of warm water, and I put that in a spray bottle. The cornstarch, for whatever reason, every time you're going to use it, the cornstarch is going to settle. So you're going to have to shake it up, make sure it's sh shaking up really well. But that look, works really well. And I use, um, tend to use newspaper with it, but I can use a rag as well. The other thing that I do do is I have a shower cleaner that I use. Um, but one of the ingredients in that is Dawn, you know, the blue soap. And I'm not against using Dawn, but I am going to try to, because we go through a lot of it, especially with the kids um, helping wash dishes. They use so much of that blue Dawn soap, which is fine, but it gets expensive. So I'm trying to find a version um, of that Dawn soap, which I, you can use Castile soap, but nothing, Castile soap doesn't quite have the grease cutting um, <laughs> properties as Dawn, Blue Dawn soup. So until I can find something else, which is gonna be one of my missions this month, 
um, I use the blue dawn soup and I use that in a shower cleaner which I put in with vinegar and water and I spray down the shower and I scrub it and that works really well also and then when I'm making a hand soap I like I make our hand soaps for our bathrooms in our kitchen and it's just a fourth cup of water to a fourth cup of Castile soap um, and then I add some vegetable glycerin a teaspoon or a tablespoon now vegetable glycerin is hard to find I've found in stores um, you're gonna get I mean, have found it in like hobby stores where you can find it with like the cake making um, stuff, but I got mine off Azure, from Azure Standard. They had a huge bottle of vegetable glycerin and I love it for thickening up soap, hand soap. Uh, so I use a teaspoon to a tablespoon of vegetable glycerin, five drops of essential oils. Um, you can also add like two drops of vitamin E oil, which I also have on hand. And you wanna add the water first and then the soup, because if you add the soup to the bottle and then the water's just gonna foam up and you're not gonna be able to get the right ratio. So um, yeah, and then add the vegetable glycerin and the essential oils. And you have yourself a hand soap that you can customize to whatever scent you want. And I love this stuff. Now it took my husband a little bit of time to come around because it is a lot thinner than, you know, soap that you get from the store, but it does the job and it smells nice and it, soup, it booms up just as, as well. So I make that whenever we need hand soup. For a floor cleaner, I use, um, well, it depends if it's just a quick cleanup mess, like something spilled, I'll just use the all-purpose spray with the Castile soap in the water. I will, if I'm like mopping floors, I'll fill a bucket with hot water and add one to two, and add two to four tablespoons of Castile soap and some essential oils and just gently stir that together and um, clean, clean with it. Uh, you can use vinegar, um, but vinegar isn't great on hardwood floors. You really don't wanna use vinegar. So if you can use the Castile soap, that is a great option. The other thing that I do is I use Dawn, talking, going back to Dawn, blue soap. I use that when, for stain remover. So if I have stains, because I'm trying to uh, stretch our kids' clothes as far as possible, and with the baby, we get a lot of stains with her. So what I do is I'll soak, I'll soak her clothes in cold water for a day, or I don't know, a day, a couple hours, honestly, whenever I get to it. And then um, when I get a chance, I will scrub it any stains down with baking soda, I'll sprinkle baking soda on it, and then I'll put Dawn on it, and I'll scrub it with like a toothbrush, and I'll get it. Uh, it really helps break up this, any stains that the cold water didn't lift out and don't put it in warm water, put it in cold water. Warm water tends to set stains into clothing. So if you're using cold water, it should pull some of that out. And then for some of the real discolored things, I use baking soda and Dawn. And that's something that I'm fine with, but I would like to try and find a um, alternate version to the Dawn soap. That's one thing I'm working on. So what I'm, what I'm working on for this month, one of my goals is to look at laundry detergent. Now I still use Arm & Hammer and uh, Downy fabric softener. I'm a little worried because I've heard a lot of things about laundry detergent being really bad for, homemade laundry detergent being really bad for certain machines. So that's something I'm gonna focus on researching and I'll share that uh, research with you. And then also, actually making it and having on hand and how to 
manage having enough for loads and all that kind of thing. That's something I'm going to focus on. And then I'm also going to focus on finding an alternative to Dawn dish soap. And then we also use our dishwasher. So I'm going to try and find a homemade option for dishwashing detergent because currently I use, you know, whatever green bottle, I don't even know, Cascade or something like that. I use that you know, from the store. So I'm trying to find an alternate version. So those are some of my goals. Um, and I'm starting off with these with February because I have a pretty good handle on it, but it's going to be a good way to jump in. So I want to know, do you guys make your own cleaners? And if so, what are some of your really good, you know, tried and true recipes? I would love to try them out and I would love to add them to our arsenal. Um, have a completely homemade cleaning arsenal and not having to buy anything from the store. So again, follow me over on Instagram at simple living underscore made simple to follow along. And then also grab your free homemade cleaners and personal products recipe book, which is at simple living DIY.com. And you can sign up for that for free. And also, so looking forward to the next months, like I said, this is just kind of like a thing in my brain that I'm working through. Uh, March, I'm gonna tackle our home beverages. So that includes my kids' juice, my coffee, this tea that my husband drinks, and whatever else. Would love to get some, some more homemade versions of those, and that's gonna be my focus for March. For April, I'm gonna tackle condiments, and I'm gonna tackle how to uh, start making my own condiments. I do some things, depending but I would love to incorporate that more on a more um, specific, consistent basis. May, I'm gonna do muffins and brownies. And look, I, I know I can make a brownie mix, obviously. I can make muffins, as, as all of you can, but it's so much easier from a box. And I have yet to find a really good muffin mix that can that we like as much as the the box. And when I'm making them for kids and I'm making them frequently, I end up just going for the box. So I would also love to incorporate how to make this regularly, a regular thing, to have usually have muffins on hands because like, we love having muffins um, for snacks and things like that. In June, I'm tackling sourdough. Once and for all, sourdough, I'm gonna, I'm gonna master it. And then July, we're gonna look at some yogurt and other dairy and how to make those homemade. Uh, and then I'll, I'll see, I'm, I, you know, there's so much more I can do. I just, that's as far as I've gotten. So, all right guys, hope that was helpful and I will uh, see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. I have a brand new guide out that is just perfect for this time of year. The Ultimate Fruit and Vegetable Seasonal Guide is now available and you can grab it for free at www.savemyveggies.com. If you are like me, you have thrown away produce that you just never got a chance to use. I used to do this all the time. Especially this time of year, as my harvest starts coming in, it can be difficult to properly store everything and make sure I either preserve it in time or use it up. That's why I created this guide. This guide has everything you need to stop wasting fruits and vegetables that you either grow yourself or purchase at the store. Learn how to properly store 25 plus fruits and vegetables to help them stay fresher longer. This guide also includes a month by month seasonal timeline so you know when to stock up on inexpensive and high quality fruits and vegetables to save you time and money. Again, you can grab that free guide at www.savemyveggies.com. 
As always, if you have any questions, want gardening advice, or have a topic suggestion for the podcast, please email me at info at winging it on the homestead.com. Mm-hmm.